So I have a little bit of a funny story wrapped around um, this film. When I saw previews for it, I sort of got what it was about, and I did kind of give it a little bit more um, credit before I saw it, so I can kind of, you know, give it a chance. It sounded like a good story. But one of the funniest things is that when my wife heard about the movie, my wife doesn't like trailers. I try to get her to watch trailers a lot. Sometimes she does, sometimes she doesn't. If it's a movie she doesn't necessarily care about, she'll watch it. If it's something that's just on and she has no choice, she'll get sucked into it. But if she can avoid trailers, she avoids them. Uh, especially if she's like disinterested and she doesn't really care, she's like whatever. So she doesn't know. She didn't know much about the Pope's Exorcist, except for the fact that she read that title and she saw and she thought essentially what that meant was it was the Pope's Exorcist, not the Pope's Exorcist. Does that make sense? So, like, it wasn't that it was the exorcist who worked for the Pope in the Vatican and this was a movie about some of his stories. No. It's that the Pope <laughs> was possessed and this is the exorcist who helped unpossess the Pope. That's that's how she went into this movie thinking. And when we got about 20 or 30 minutes into it, she's like, where's the Pope? <laughs> it's just it's just really funny <laughs> that when when we came to that realization that's what she thought she looked at this movie in a whole different light and she just kind of i guess felt a little disappointed by the end of it and you know granted i felt a little disappointed too because i really don't think it added anything i don't think it brought anything exciting to the story i like the idea of it being based on um the kind of i guess memoirs of the actual exorcists who who was the exorcist of the pope it's like a collection of his stories the book is the book strike that reverse it the book is a collection of his stories which is what this movie is based on it's based on i think one or two of the stories from the book so maybe they were trying to see if they could kickstart another like conjuring where here is russell crowe as weird italian pope guy who goes goes around you know, doing his exorcist business in the name of the Vatican. But really what it boils down to becoming is just another possession mill film. Like it's, there really isn't anything that the film offers that's different from anything else. It's, it's very much the same plot points of any other, any other possession style film, any horror film that's based on demonic possession, whether or not that film even incorporates an exorcism, this film has it. it. It kind of carries it along in spades. There's really nothing unique about it. There's very few approaches it takes where it comes to plot devices and plot plot mo moving devices that move the plot forward. It doesn't do anything that's unique. The only thing that's unique is, you know, Russell Crowe plays a pretty good exorcist. Like, he's not the exorcist you're used to seeing which maybe could be something that it could save it, but it really doesn't because it's just lazy. There's really nothing amazing about it. You know, what's, what's the premise? What, what's the overall premise of the film? Woman's husband dies and is left with the, an estate in, in the husband's family's name that they go to Spain to try to clean up so they can sell because they're broke because the father's dead and he was the breadwinner and it's the mother and the two kids. The one kid, um, the, the youngest son 
doesn't talk because it's ever since his father died he just doesn't talk then you have the teenage daughter who's rebellious and doesn't want to be here and why did we have to come here and then there's the wife who's strung out and needs the place cleaned and everything's going wrong and she has to sell it because she has bills and she wants to go back to america and it's just it's all the same stuff it's all the same stuff you you i could pick out any three movies in the horror movie section that's all based on possession i could pick it out and i can lay them all out on you in a table and you could and you could pick any single one of them and i could tell you the exact same thing that i just said right now it's nothing special the story is nothing special and if this is something that's out of the book of this this priest this exorcist did they did every possession film that's been made since this book was released take something from that book as as source material did everybody just copyright this guy's story or did he just say the the most basic of basic shit that happens to a family that leads to a possession like whenever there's grief in a family the demons know they're thirsty like no shit i can name five of the movies that that's the fucking fact you could probably you yourself even if you're not the biggest horror fan in the world you probably know four movies off the top of your head with the exact same premise i just said it's nothing special and it's billed as being like the horror movie of the year simply because not just marketing but it's meant to be different it's not it's using this trigger word that the only difference between this exorcist and any other exorcist that's represented in any other horror movie that's about possession is this guy works for the pope like directly like he's in the vatican for like 15 minutes of the movie that's the only difference and he, he he's just kind of italian and he's old and he just doesn't really think that the the church cares as much anymore and why does he do what he does N none of it matters because it doesn't take it doesn't help anything else in the film and it's upsetting because there was an opportunity here for something for something with substance but it just falls short it falls short by the ending because the ending is anticlimactic it's it's very much more not even horror orientated it's more i guess sort of action orientated which is weird to say but it's the best i can kind of come up with to describe the fact that oh what do you think happens oh no the pope says take me instead and so the demon takes over the pope and then the the the, the sidekick priest comes and saves the the pope's exorcist and then the two of them with their faith they banish the demon to hell and i could i could have wrote this in a bar three whiskey whiskey shots deep with a crayon like it's not that unique and that sucks because it's a missed opportunity it really is and i do want to find this book and read it to see if that's really 100 percent how that story goes and if it's not and if it's all based on this screenplay that some some dudes wrote that is an adaptation of those stories it's even more so a tragedy because i guarantee you whatever this pope whatever this exorcist wrote about working for the pope as as the main exorcist of the vatican in this book is probably way better than what this story is maybe they picked the worst story to kick it off with maybe they were just looking for a cash grab i don't know what their plans are i think there's a sequel in mind the, the only reason it was it was it, it could even get a sequel is because it did good in the box office of course it did good in the box office does it do astronomical numbers no it doesn't by, by any means of the word it doesn't do astronomical numbers at all when you look at the numbers i believe the budget for the pope's exorcist was like 20 million 
and I think it made like 70. So is that a good profit? Sure, that's a good profit. You want a comparison? The Conjuring, which is based on the accounts of the Warren family, which by by now everybody should know, Ed and Lorraine Warren, they're, repeat, they're real people, they're paranormal investigators. This series is based on their stories. That first film also costs 20 million. And that thing made like 400 million in its run in the box office. Like, are you kidding me? Like, are you kidding me? And even The Conjuring in itself is a relatively simple storyline. But it's done with such finesse and really good plot devices and good storytelling and character development. And this film just misses all of that. The Pope's Exorcist just throws all that out the window and just says, hey, we're just going to be a possession film and we're, and it's going to be sort of involving. The, it it would have been better if it really was the way my wife wanted it to be and be a film about the Pope being possessed. And this was the story of the exorcist who exorcised the demon out of the Pope. That, to me, would have been a better movie that would have maybe had maybe some substance to it. But this just like, it really does not do well in any way, shape or form to what it, it, it was expected on my end. And maybe somebody out there. I mean, enough people liked it that it did, like I said, almost triple its budget. But I don't know why it's here. And I don't think the sequel is going to be any better. I'll probably watch it just so I can say I watched it. But yeah, I just, this was really, really disappointing.